Chapter Eight of the Pussycat Princess by Edward Anthony. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen in Maui, Hawaii. Chapter Eight. And now we're off for Tabbyland, where Thomas in a palace grand, and with a scepter in his hand. Of course, I mean his paw sits on a brightly polished throne that you or i be glad to own assigning bills for he's no drone and laying down the law where mrs thomas i should say the queen how rude i am to-day helps thomas in a social way to rule the tabby state where lovely pussy willows grow and bright the catnip blossoms blow where tabby farmers rake and hoe until the hour is late where cats of every size and make of every name from jane to jake eat study slumber cook and bake and seek their bells and bows where tabby's but i think it's time to close my poem for i'm a-going to tell it all in rhyme you will not read my prose isn't this provoking exclaimed the princess as doggy dorothy disappeared it is indeed prinny said violet how sorry i am let us return to the circus man and get the balloon back violet i wish to return to tabbyland at once don't you want to see the rest of the show prinny i'd love to violet but father must know of doggy dorothy's impudence without delay that is so said violet let us return at once with that violet and the princess left the tent and went back to the open field where the circus man was selling rides in the royal tabbyland balloon a trip to the clouds with rudolph the only cat that mans an airship the circus man was crying last day with the circus now's your chance ladies and gentlemen who will have the next ride i will sir said violet approaching i'm sorry to take the balloon away so soon but i must leave at once the princess had asked her to do the talking i'm sorry to hear that little girl said the circus man i am sorry too said violet i would like to see the rest of the show and eat some more popcorn but i must return anything you say little girl said the circus man smiling i hope you had a good time i had a wonderful time sir said violet with this she and the princess moved toward the balloon and were assisted up by the polite rudolph to tabbyland at once the princess commanded rudolph touched his hat and took his place at the pilot's wheel in a second the balloon was in motion and violet was waving a last good-bye to the circus man who could be heard shouting to the crowd the management asked me to announce that there will be no more balloon rides to-day ladies and gentlemen the airship's gotta go to the garage for repairs one of the axles is busted step inside the tent and see the animals and the greatest of all sword swallowers azorbo he never seems to tire of shouting does he prinny said violet no 
said the princess laughing but it is his pleasure violet so i do not mind a circus man has as much fun that way as kitty has howling on a fence i do not mind his shouting either said violet even though his grammar is very bad one forgets grammar in a moment of excitement violet for i for instance have meowed ungrammatically a number of times yes those things happen prinny said violet adding isn't the scenery wonderful it is not at all displeasing dear said the princess violet and the princess were quite right the scenery was charming and there was so much of it as fast as they passed over one set of trees hills flowers and brooks another set of scenery appeared and it was all laid out so that one did not tire of looking at it for example after one had passed a set of trees hills flowers and brooks there would be a set of bushes hillocks meadow grass and rivulets along the banks of the rivulets in some instances rivulettus grew in another case nothing grew it all depended on the quality of the soil after they had skimmed through the air for three hours at the rate of thousands of miles an hour they reached the tabbyland border this is a tall mountain owned by the king and bearing the royal coat of arms it the coat of arms is marked in the snow that caps the peak the sun is not permitted to shine here as this would melt the coat of arms and no one would know whose mountain it was it is known as the royal highness range on account of its height and ownership it is one of the most beautiful mountains in tabbyland one of its finest sights is the kittonia waterfall or cataract as it is sometimes called as they passed over the waterfall a royal airplane rose out of the pine tree to greet them it blonked its blonker forty-six times the official salute and landed gracefully on a nearby cloud bank the balloon also put its brakes on but did not land on a cloud bank since there wasn't another one handy it just stopped in mid-air rudolph and the aeroplane pilot exchanged greetings what kind of trip did you have asked the aeroplane pilot fine said rudolph no tire or engine trouble all way good for you said the aeroplane pilot are you going to take the princess direct to the palace or do you wish me to do that i will take her to the royal couch house where she will board the royal motor coach and drive to the palace very good said the aeroplane pilot flying off rudolph started the balloon and soon they were flying through space again they were traveling faster than ever perhaps because the balloon had had a chance to rest up and catch its breath and in no time they were at the gates of the king's coach house in tabbyland violet rubbed her eyes as she looked around her for on all sides she could see nothing but cats the streets were full of them a hundred different makes and sizes 
isn't this wonderful she cried i didn't know there were so many cats in the world there is only a few of them said the princess wait until you see the really busy streets of tabbyland this is just a side street how interesting this all is cried violet i knew you would like it violet said the princess then turning to rudolph she commanded the royal coach at once in less time than it takes to say tra la la or sis boom ba or in fact almost any phrase at all the coach was ready violet and the princess i mean the princess and violet for the princess should always be mentioned first entered the coachman i mean the coach cat of course cried giddy up which in the cat language means be on your way and in a second the princess pauline daughter of thomas the sixth king of tabbyland kittonia pussyville puru and catalania and her friend violet valerie were driving in state through the streets of the pussycat kingdom violet pinched herself to see if she wasn't dreaming this is customary she found to her delight that she was not oh prinny she cried this is wonderful i'm glad you like it violet said the princess greatly pleased as the royal motor coach sped down main street violet saw many things that delighted her at the corner of state and main streets stood a traffic policeman an alert little tomcat with a bushy head his duty was to direct the long line of automobiles that streamed past this busy corner day and night the traffic policeman wore a gray uniform around his coat there was a black band signifying that he had seen five years of active service in the tabbyland police force at the end of the next five-year period he would receive another band when he had so many bands they covered his uniform completely he would be retired with a pension of a thousand posatas a year on which a family can live in comfort in tabbyland on his breast how brilliantly it flashed in the sunlight there was a badge a five-pointed silver star as the royal motor coach approached violet saw that the traffic policeman was scolding a lady driver a nervous little pussycat with a worried look who had almost run into his signal post you'll have to drive more carefully madame said the traffic policeman or you will be arrested the king has instructed the police force to be very strict with reckless drivers it wasn't my fault said the lady driver your post was in the way how ridiculous said the policeman the post belongs here how can i direct traffic without it you should pick it up and place it elsewhere when you see an automobile come toward it said the lady plainly vexed nothing of the kind madame said the policeman firmly you are too fussy said the lady i am not said the policeman you lady drivers make me tired you are always breaking the law and expecting to go unpunished a woman thinks she can do anything because she's a woman 
the next time you try to run into my signal post i will arrest you you fresh thing said the lady driver angrily so the woman of this country don't suit you eh the princess will hear of this saying which she took out a notebook and a pencil and made a note of the policeman's number the princess has already heard of it madame said the princess pauline as the royal coach drew up the officer is right learn to obey the laws or you will pay the penalty you may go the princess herself exclaimed the lady driver in surprise she was off in a second fearing to trifle with the princess who was known to be very strict in manners of the law you are a good policeman said the princess and you will be rewarded for this you may name your own reward i would like to be transferred to the corner of elm and spruce not many later drivers no offence your highness pass there he said with a twinkle in his eye it shall be done said the princess who was very broad-minded i do not blame you some women are very trying with this the princess ordered the royal chauffeur to proceed end of chapter eight recording by linda marie nielsen in maui hawaii